smoke medical weed every day. The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Brian Hoppy and Pastis. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Happy hour starts in four, three, two, happy, happy, happy. This is happy hour with Happy and Alessia. Oh, yeah, those levels were a little low, but it says, please don't be offended. I'm sorry in advance. Why? This is Hoppy Hour. I am your host, Ryan Hoppy. What up, Alessia? Hello, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. You look good. You look happy. You look healthy. You look kind of hot, too. I'm going to knock it up front. Really? Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. I know you needed that confidence. Yeah, you're a, you're a hot chick. So last night I got to hang out with a hot chick known as Alessia. And there's moments that I'll hang around your kids and I go, oh, man, someday I want to be a father or whatever. <laughs> Even though I got a vasectomy, I would have to get it reversed. And this happens right here. Is it what? That's your phone. Yes, it is my phone. And that's your my phone. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Jesus, Alessia. Oh, what did you do, Alessia? <laughs> it's called not pulling out. <laughs> See, the last part here, that's me hanging out at her house with her kids. What is this that you said right here? Translate Alessia for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's called not pulling out. <laughs> like, if there were sub titles it would be like i don't know yeah, what the fuck alessia said i said it's called not pulling out ryan ryan and oh I- <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like that that's naughty yeah well is it what that's your phone yes it is my phone and that's your my phone yeah totally <laughs> if there was a way to describe my conversations with people under 14 my phone yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Ryan came over and we were hanging out and then it was approaching bedtime. So I simultaneously was hanging out and then also putting my children down for bed, which yeah. didn't work because they wanted to keep hanging out with you. Well, Mateo did. My Mateo's son. the man, but my God. Yeah, he doesn't know what bedtime means. And then Ryan, who's like not around children often, Ever. is sitting there like just dumbfounded if you're a parent like you would be so used to this situation it was just like typical bedtime but ryan's like oh my god what is going on why won't he go to sleep what doesn't he understand about like it's bedtime (laughs) it was so funny well you gotta remember i was at dignitary all day consuming marijuana and uh, also consuming common kratom so i'm in a very chill zen and i was very hungry and i came over because you had free food and we'll get to that in a second but man, it was it, it was a lot. That was a lot that was going on right there. I mean, they're adorable, and then like him and your daughter are fighting. Like, and then why is she responding? I, know. I need to. I need to get their fighting under control. Yeah, uh, she was uh, saying that you guys watch UFC. 
We do. Oh, wow. I wonder where they're getting their aggression from. <laughs> Miss watching UFC at age nine. I know. We do. We Well, their dad used to train yes. MMA. So we started watching the UFC and we all kind of grew to like it. I mean, I do think it's a little violent. Oh, violent. It's like, well, it's a sport. I don't know. Anyway, so my children have gotten a little aggressive. My two-year-old beats up on my eight-year-old. Um, but it was just, I wish you guys could see Ryan interacting with children. And What's it like? From an outsider looking in. It's so funny that I suggested we do like a YouTube video because I think we would get that many hits. Like, Alessia is leaving for the day and R- Uncle Ryan's coming over to watch the kids for a half an hour and just like film the interaction because it would be so funny. I That's only want night. them there when... When we do this, yes. because I don't want other kids, because I, I vibe with your kids because they're cool, but anyone else's kids, I feel like an uncle feeling with them. Like they're cool to be around, but if there were any other kids there, that'd be a little too much for me. Right. I could tell. You're so funny. It's, what was so funny about it? I'm fascinated by this. Just the way you would respond and how you thought things were like so. Like, okay, so Ryan was like, oh my God, your kid for sure has has a speech impediment and has ADHD. And I'm like, Ryan, he's two and he's still learning how to talk. And like, <laughs> Ryan was like diag- diagnosing my son. And I just- Oh no, that boy has ADHD then- if he doesn't have He's ADHD, then I don't know who old. it. Oh He's my a god, two-year-old boy, that is so normal. Alessa. <laughs> now I sound like a parent in denial, but Ryan's just He's not used to children running around the house going. <laughs> That's that. Welcome to parenting. Welcome to. I will never regret my vasectomy. Oh my god, that is a lot. Here was what it was: was there was like four things I wanted to talk to you about, and I don't even remember. They're right. lost in the universe. That's they're the they're truth. lost in a void. Because every time we were half getting into it, Mateo wanted to listen, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, it was. We never really completed a conversation because we kept getting interrupted. It was it was really funny, actually. It What's was, your mom like around them? Because your mom's super cool. Your mom and her boyfriend came over. They were super cool. What are they like? Are they able to tame them? It depends on the day. I would say no. I think a lot of people <laughs> have trouble with both kids. Like, yeah, well, they're rough. Nadia is cool as hell. She, it's like talking to an 18-year-old. Like, I've met <laughs> m- less mature people at bars than your daughter. Like, your daughter's very mature. But then when Mateo's around, she goes back to being a nine-year-old. When she's around the adults, she tries to be cool. And it's like, you feel like you're talking to a young adult because she's very smart. But then when Mateo comes around, it's like, oh, wait, her brain's like, I'm a nine-year-old and I should do nine-year-old things. It's very bizarre. Right. Yes, that's true. She... um she often like mothers me like she's very mature she always tells me right from wrong how what to do what decisions to make yeah i made that clip of the day on uh, monday for happy hour in my reel it was about when you were getting naughty with the dude in the other room oh my, what yeah and she heard you kissing and she was uh, oh my gosh ryan you're gonna get me in trouble you no, say I did things not on say here. that. I did not. Those words did not come out of my mouth. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it was the plumber day. Oh, it's right here. Nope. 
going to get me in trouble oh, with this. It already got you in trouble with your daughter. <laughs> your lack of a filter already got you in trouble with your daughter. Dude, your daughter is going to be the most successful woman ever. And I'm not saying you're not, you're not successful. I'm just saying, like, she's going to look at all the choices you made and go, I don't want to be like, Mom. I think oh. she's going to be like, I, 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 and I'm not saying this as an insult, but like a bookworm, like a nerd, like all hate. All right, that's on my social media. What I'm saying to you is you don't even watch the reels I make that take two minutes to make. I love that you have all of these clips saved. Like, what else <laughs> is up your sleeve for today? And you I'm totally evil. basically called me a bad mom. That's what I'm happened. kidding. I love you like a sibling. I'm kidding. Oh, my gosh. That's the whole point of the show is to bust balls. Oh, my goodness. You don't think you've ever bust my balls before? Nope. I mean, it's a long list, but thought, I'm not I a thought, part of it. What? I thought you were going to like grab a clip. Wait, here's a clip of Alessia busting Ryan's balls. Nope. No. Not today. He didn't have that one ready. You seem defeated or something. I'm trying to read Alessia right now. I've known you seven years, but I've only been friends with you for about six months. What's going on? What's going on in your cranium, in your brain right now? What's going on in the uh, thing in your head? Well, I don't know what's happening with our listeners, but I just got over a really severe stomach virus and I am still coming off of it. It has been like a week of vomiting, too yeah. much information. Sorry if your stomach is queasy. And then my children got it and like everyone that came around us got it too. And so it's been rough and I feel off of my game. My my work schedule's been off. My normal daily routine has been off. Feeling physically ill, then you know, caring for children who are physically ill. Mm -hmm. So today is like day one of getting back to like some sort of normalcy and yes. like getting back to work and catching up on all the things. So I am feeling a little off today. Glad you picked up on it. You're welcome. Happy hour. Happy hour. We have so much to get into, but I want to tell you, Alessia, I really think you need to have some good kava and kratom. I think you need to chillax. I'm drinking uh, some chaga. What the hell is a chaga? I would love to tell you. Tell me, and then I'll talk about my Nine. I'm drinking chaga, um, and basically it's steeped mushrooms, and it helps your immune system. It can help you with fine lines and wrinkles, youthfulness. But Oh, so it's your midlife crisis. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alessia, don't you agree that mushrooms, the new like key word, because whenever you hear mushroom, you think of the drug mushrooms. Like everything now has mushrooms in it, all these drinks. I love mushrooms. I do too. I haven't tried the fun ones. I'm just saying, I've noticed that recently everyone's like, oh my God, this drink has mushrooms in it. And it's like, yeah, natural energy. Like nobody was using the word mushrooms three years ago. Right. And it's also funny that like people who have chosen to live off the grid have been using these uh, natural remedies for so long. And now all of a sudden it's becoming like mainstream when like people in the Amazon have been utilizing steeping mushrooms and different herbs for centuries. Yes, but also, Alessia, you got to remember that this is a current term. This is the new hip thing is mushrooms. Everybody's talking about it. Right. 
Nobody was talking about it three years ago. No. 2016 was kind of when medical marijuana began and right. everybody was talking about it. It's the new marijuana. It's the new CBD. It's the new THC. Well, you know what uh, they do, Ryan, What do they do, Alessia? It's like something will come out, right? It'll be like soy. Oh my God, soy is the best. This was like when we were children. Soy is the new thing. And then all of a sudden they disprove it, why it's bad for you. And then the next thing comes out. And then it's like coconut milk. Oh, nope, not coconut milk anymore. Now it's oat milk. And now it's not oat milk anymore. Now it's plant protein, this, that. I can't keep up, bro. They always come out with something, sell the shit out of it. And <gasps> it becomes like a multi-million dollar business. And then they disprove it, why it actually isn't good for your health. And then they're on to the next thing. So you're right. Mushrooms are more mainstream verbiage right now, but I'm going to go back to what you said where you talked about how they find out that some things are not good for you. I got a lesson I'm going to teach you, Alessia, even though I think you already know this. Nothing's good for you. Hmm. We're mortal. Something's going to kill us. I love when they're like, oh, Kratom's got side effects. Oh, and overeating doesn't anything. You know what I'm saying? Anything has side effects. Touche. Everything in moderation. You know what you should have in moderation, but you also could turn up from, you could have a fun night from. That is Mitra 9 Kava and Kratom beverages. <laughs> Alessia, you got to go to tinyurl.com slash hoppymitra. And there I check out, use keyword hoppy and save 20%. I wonder what the legalities are in Toronto. Because we have a lot of listeners, all your friends and family up in Toronto. Hi, guys. So go to tinyurl.com slash hoppymitra and at checkout, Alessia, use keyword hoppy and save 20%. This has also been brought to you by another part of the thing of getting high and living life. DZBZ Honey, Alessia. Have you tried it yet? DZBZ Honey. Um, No, I haven't, Ryan. Bring me some. I will. They're actually out of it at Dignitary. That's how much it sells out. It's a Delta 8 slash CBD honey. And first of all, the honey is better than any honey, well, for obvious reasons, but taste-wise, than anything you get at Publix. It's some of the best honey I've ever had. Like, you know when you have a product and it doesn't taste good, but it has good effects? This honey is, oh my God. Better than an orgasm. And you can order online, right? Brian? Yes, you go to dzbzhoney.com and at checkout, use keyword hoppy and save 20%. Happy hour. Happy hour. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Alessia Calandra. Yes. Do you believe in BDE? Do you think it's a thing? What? BDE. B-D-E? Yes. Big D energy. <laughs> you heard about it. Pete Davidson kind of was the first one to get the term and everyone's ran with it. Wow. That went right. The acronym went right over my head. <laughs> there's parts of you that are wild. And then there's parts of you that are so innocent and pure. It's because you went to a Catholic school. That's why. <laughs> I mean, you're wild and fun. And one of my closest friends from Ed, Some sometimes I'm like, Alessia. But then you're like, oh, yeah, I just didn't know it was called that. You right, know, right. That's exactly right. 
when Greta like dropped it on. Actually, no, she said small d energy. To uh, Andrew Tate. Right. Yeah. Well, here's Pete Davidson talking about his BDE. I don't understand. It's really not that special. Pete Davidson <laughs> is confused about all that BDE talk. It's just simply not true. The comedian chatted with Charlemagne the God on Power 105.1 FM's Breakfast Club. Heard of where it. he was asked about the rumors surrounding his, um, you know. It's a very normal size penis. It's like, you know, not too big or too small. It's just like, you know, I don't understand that. Well, that's all you need. As long as you're not a chode, you're, you're good, bro. Aww. As long as you can complete the deed, that's literally all you need. You don't need a big one anyway. You don't want to be out of commission for four days. This is what's sad for men is like, I, I mean, if a, I know there's probably, yes, there are surgeries. Get it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that like if a woman has like a small chest or wants a larger ass yeah. or whatever, she can go do things. And I think there are surgeries to enhance a man's friend, but it sucks for them. Like it's not as common for men to go through that. And it's also like, I don't know, most vaginas are the same, wouldn't you say? Most vaginas are the same. Okay. So let me repeat this real quick because I want to make sure that I heard you correctly because I don't want to go throughout the rest of my life and say that I did not hear you They're correctly, not Alessia. as different. I don't No, 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 no. Once again, let's take a deep breath and let's do the rewind. Most vaginas are the same. True or no. false? No. <laughs> no, they, they are not. Really? I don't know if most penises are the same, Alessia. That's true. I'm going to tell you. There's I'm trying to think about how to, be, how, to, how to be raunchy without being X-rated. Right. I think you get the point. Mm-hmm. No, I don't because I have never, I don't go that way, so I don't know. I just think they're all the same. <laughs> they are not at all, all the same. If anything, sometimes you'll be hooking up and you expect the person to not have a good one. And then you're like, wow, I'm actually proud of you. Could you just like, explain? That is a good vibe. Could you explain what makes it a good one? Um, smell, uh, <laughs> grooming, um, the, just the vibe. Wow. You can often tell when you, when you look. Yeah, but those things can be fixed. I I thought you meant like size. Yes. Well, I'm getting at that. There's some that you look at that you've been like, that's had a lot of activity. And then there's some you look at and you go, eh, normal seven to eight guys. The other one, you're like, oh my God. You don't get that when you pull down the pants. You don't look at a penis and go, oh my God. That's been around a lot. You know that luck where you can just tell it's been around a lot? <laughs> or is that just with the vagina? I think probably just with, I mean, obviously, you know a guy's been Looks around. Looks a little worn out, a little, just like a, like a, like a, this, this like a tire me. iron. Like a tire iron that's been in the sun laying in the road in the middle of a wow. desert. Wow. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. Okay. Don't be the naughty one on this show. Wow. And then have clips of the day and that and then go, oh, I didn't mean to say it on a widely listened to podcast. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Across the Kava we're community. Not, we're not talking about vaginas anymore. I don't even want to talk about vaginas anymore. All right. Elaborates on all that, saying the feedback he's received doesn't exactly align with the big energy label he's landed. It's just like big enough to enjoy and not big enough for it to hurt. Okay. Is, is what I was told. Pete even alludes to it in the new trailer for his Peacock series, Bupkiss. We've had that big right? Like Thanos. It would be Ray Romano asking about a big penis. He's so edgy, that Ray Romano. I actually liked Everyone Loves Raymond. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I like that show too. Did you really? I didn't like it as a kid until I became an adult. Then I appreciated it. As a kid, I thought the mom was so annoying. I'm like, God, she's a bitch. Well, that was her character, Ryan. I'm aware of that now. <laughs> kind of. Maybe. Sort of. I don't know. The dad was awesome, though. And then the, the, the brother would walk in. Hi, everybody. This oh. is going to be my big thing. And I'm going to be more successful as a comedy club owner in Las Vegas and make millions of dollars. Did you know that? I feel like if you were one of the characters, you would have been the brother. That, totally. That would have been you. That's obvious. What am I, Ray Romano, a sports <laughs> reporter? What wow. am I, Ray Romano, working in the sports business? Happy hour. Happy hour. This following segment's been brought to you by Rich Keeley. When I tell you that he's the best barber in all the Bay Area, I'm looking pretty good. I'm looking so good, Alessia. I need to hear from a female's voice. Ryan, you look so good. Um, honestly, yeah. you need to trim your mustache. Go see Rich right away. Whoa! Yeah, yesterday that side profile when we were sitting outside on my picnic bench, the the whiskers on your, be on your mustache were yeah. just like sprawling everywhere. <laughs> I'm like kill my confidence why don't you like ryan get a scissor and trim it or go see your man rich and have him fix you up rich help us out dude whoa whoa i was feeling all confident you know i need to take a hit of the vape i'm having a panic attack <laughs> you, know, you know i'm always gonna be honest with you this is a big hit there's a lot I was, I was not expecting. I appreciate the part of you being honest, but my God. <laughs> what? It doesn't, it doesn't change you, uh, Ryan. You just got to clean it. I just took four hits. Not I don't care anymore. Happy hour. Happy hour. RichKBarber.com. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Happy Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh, Alessia, what am I going to do with you? Have more honest advice. 856-49-HOPPY. That's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Alessia, uh, do you like Bud Light? Do you drink Bud Light? Do you consume Bud Light? I used to work for Bud Light for over 11 years, Ryan. Doing, yep, doing their promos. I, I did not know that. I what was it like working at Bud Light? Well, I worked for lots of wine, beer, and liquor companies. I was like a promotions girl. 
and I loved it. I made great money. I always got to go to really cool events um, and everyone loved you because you're giving out free samples and swag of the product. So I think um, it was great and they paid great. That's good. Yeah. One of my first jobs and longest jobs. What was your favorite memory of working at Bud Light? I would say... Free beer? You got free beer, but you got to go into concerts. You got to go into like really cool events, um, giving out samples, meeting people, taking lots of pictures. It was just fun. It was like right up my alley for like things I like to do. Let me tell you a story about a beer rooted in the heart of America. This morning, it's the new Budweiser ad campaign that Anne. Real quick, I love, I love beer commercials since the day I was born. They've always been like rooted in the heart of America, which is nothing but suburban homes and drugs. <laughs> but let's talk about the heart of America. What is it? Uh, they talk about the barley made in the mountains of Colorado. What is that? Bush beer? They're always like so dramatic about a factory that makes beer. They're like, it's such a big deal. The, the production of beer, Alessia. Rooted in the heart of America. Yeah, Alessia. This morning, it's the new Budweiser ad campaign that Anheuser-Busch hopes will help the company ride out a boycott. It features the nostalgia of an iconic Clydesdale galloping through all American landscapes with men grabbing a couple of cold ones together. This This is a story bigger than beer. I love... Okay. Real quick, let me just get this out. I love how they go a little gay... And who cares? No. They go a little gay and they're supporting the trans community and they have a rainbow on the beer and all the small D dudes are like, I can't have that. So then next, the next week, Bud Light's like, we're going to go back to promoting uh, heterosexuals that overcompensate. So we're going to have the next commercial be like the one from 2009 with the Clydesdale. Like they're trying not to lose their core audience is all they're doing. A hundred percent. It's so obvious. It's dumb. It's so dumb from a marketing standpoint, like fire the whole team. This was just too soon. And it's obviously in response to like the backlash that Bud Light received, um, for coming out with a pride focused can and advertisements. And then the Bud Light community was like, Oh my God, we're like, white Americans and we don't support the gays and why would you put this on our beer cans and that's what happened I'm going to tell you and then the beer like industry is like dude everyone drinks beer like what are you talking about but apparently I just can't I just literally I literally can't I'm going to tell you now Alessia that when you drink with gay people (laughs) It's often a lot more fun, if not always more fun. Always more fun. Than drinking with heterosexuals that think that they must have sex with every single woman they've ever met. And wear like red, red trucker hats. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, when I got really drunk last year at Pride, (laughs) I had more fun than any time I've ever had a man teach me things at the bar. Can't we just all drink beer together and get along? You're fun to drink with. I've never done it, but I could see you being wild. I could see you being the one where you're like, shots on me, and then that's when the night goes wild. Yeah. Gotta drink your beer like a man.
and to have gas in the morning because you drink too much beer. I swear to God, I see why women don't like men. I get it. I get it. If I had a daughter, I'd want her to go gay too. You literally have to come out with a manly commercial the next week. Yeah. Here in the Clydesdale, we cheat on our wives and bang the marketing girls. While our wives are at home taking care of the kids, we're hanging out in the Clydesdale. And they have a lot of experience riding anyway, so it's a good time. Nothing makes sense to me, Ryan. Nothing makes sense to me. I'm beginning to realize that. 2020, I thought I was the expert on everything. 2021, I thought I knew more. 2022 humbled me. 2023 goes, I don't know what the fuck is going on. No. Do you feel that? Everything is a contradiction. Everything is a contradiction. Am I a contradiction? Nothing makes sense. Like, I hate talking about the news. I hate talking about politics. I hate talking about senseless things. And that's all we do on this podcast. And I I love it. I mean, it it passes the time. But it's also like, nothing makes sense. Like, nothing. Well, Alessio. Nothing in this country makes sense. Babe, babe, babe. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm going off. Babe, (laughs) It's a it's a Alessia hour. Also, um, the thing is, I don't really watch the news when I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. I just go on ABC News, Good Morning America, Today Show, and I just look up what's going on in the news and talk smack. Do you think I'm sitting around watching that, or am I working on my career while listening to Opie and Anthony from 15 years ago and swiping right on Tinder? Which one do you think is more Ryan Hoppy's daily routine? Uh... I don't know, Ryan, because you said you weren't listening to radio shows anymore. So I'm confused. When did I say that? You said you've lost your passion and you don't even listen to the radio anymore. I never said that. (laughs) Sassy. You did say that. I did not say that. And if those words were said, they were said in a phone conversation. They were not said on a podcast. Oh, sorry, Ryan. (laughs) <laughs> are you good are you good Ryan? are you heartbroken or something Ryan. i can't figure you out today you are sassy today ryan you gotta tell me what things i can and cannot say on air before we <laughs> you know what you know uh have you ever seen the movie from the 1920s where they go frankly my dear i don't give a damn mm, it was that casablanca yeah no that's kind of my vibe happy hour Happy hour. Let me tell you that West Shore Printing is the best printing company in all the Bay Area. Do you need business cards made, Alessia? Yes, Ryan. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. I'm telling you that West Shore Printing is the best around. They will always hook you up. And when you go there and you tell them that I sent you, they're going to hook you up with a great deal. I just saw DJ Tone a few days ago on social media, we, and we were talking, we were doing whatever, and he was telling me that everything over at West Shore Printing is great. So if you go there at westshoreprinting.com and on the invoice, you tell them I sent you, you'll get hooked up. And I'm not lying to you. I always surround myself with the best around. You know what I'm saying, Jelly Bean? Happy hour. Happy hour. Watch out. Hoppy is about to rant. Lady 
Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. 856-49-HOPPY. That's 856-494-6773. You tweeted me at Ryan Hoppy Radio, and you can always email me. RyanHoppyRadio at gmail.com. Alessia, are you ready to hear what's going on in the world of celebrity news? I would love to, Ryan. No! Happy Hot Topic! Are you a big Ryan Seacrest fan? I'm not a big fan of anyone. Haven't you figured that out? Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> Day filled with raw emotion for Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripa. Kelly turned the corner and said, oh my gosh, am I going to cry? <laughs> and I said, maybe because I am. Ryan's family, including girlfriend, model Aubrey Page, were in girlfriend? the audience. The only guest, First Lady, Dr. Jill Biden. It's so bittersweet. Aww, yeah, we are you. really going to miss you, right? Yeah. Jill Biden's like, who's Ryan Seacrest? And here's something you didn't see on TV. What? It's Ryan wiping away tears as a video tribute plays. <laughs> this is the fakest thing I've ever seen. And it's because, uh, I don't know, I can imagine he just wants the show to be over with with Kelly Ripa. You know, I'm assuming he just wants it to be over with. You know, like... He's ready for the next thing. Yeah. We have those moments. Really? Kelly got choked up bidding farewell to her co-host of six years. Because you are layers upon layers of goodness, of kind, of charm, of brilliance. It's hard to put into words how deeply I've appreciated being here and being with you, being invited into your homes every day, and I will miss you the second we say goodbye today. Sounds so fake. Transitions are hard in, in, jo- in jobs, you know, in relationships, mm. any type, how do you handle change in your life, Ryan? Are you someone who like welcomes change? It, it doesn't affect you. Does it affect you? It affects me, but I'm like the mafia. I just move on and I don't look back. Ooh, the mafia. Look at you. I'm not kidding either. It's something I've learned in radio. It's like once you're dead to me, really, like I block you and blah, blah, blah. And like you are gone you feed them to the fish and they're done it's like uh thanos i think people have said from the superhero movies where he like erases everything really oh you're gone it's like not not you alessia but like it's like you never were there and people may have proof that i was there i don't know i think i'm more sentimental like i because you're a woman not necessarily um but i need a minute to process transitions like i need a minute to be like okay this is a big change in the chapter change in the story i have to like process my emotions kind of bid it a farewell give thanks to whatever it is even if it was shitty i always give thanks and and gratitude like towards it you gotta right okay so we agree on that you do the same thing as me we take we have to but you don't block you just just let anything linger you know what i mean like what i'm done mm-hmm. i'm done like yeah. when i am done yeah. i'm out of here i'm like a home run in baseball really? you don't feel sad at all oh no i'll cry or whatever like breakups aren't fun or sometimes transitions aren't fun but you just gotta kind of i, I don't want to say 
man up, mm. but like the idea of manning up, but having that identify with any gender. So just deal with it. Sit in the pain. It's okay to cry. Keep it private. Realize that everyone's going through something and no one really cares. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Everyone is going through something. Especially now in this era. I feel like this is the going through something era. I don't know what it is. I can't really put my finger on it, but it feels like the everyone's going through shit and no one really cares about your problems era. Well, I won't disagree with you, but I also think that people were just private back in the day. Mm. Back in the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think people were a little bit more private. Now everything's out there and we're, you know, there's pros and cons to that. But- I do have something in my pile, Ryan. What do you have? All righty. So what are your thoughts on appropriate or inappropriate places to take Instagram photos? So like if you're an influencer, is there a place that's off limits to take a typical posy Instagram photo? Places like Auschwitz, the 9-11 Memorial, things like that. Okay. So we're on the same page because... Um, there was a woman at Auschwitz on a tour who decided to pose on the Auschwitz train tracks uh, in a kind of seductive manner. She kind of had her back arched and she was smiling and her partner or boyfriend who was with her was bent down snapping a photo and the other people in their tour group found that it was just inappropriate to take that type of photo given the atmosphere that they were in and this was reportedly several hours into their tour so she was you know uh aware of the of the heaviness of the situation and the atmosphere being at Auschwitz, which I don't know who would go there and not understand the heaviness of it. But what are your thoughts? Appropriate or inappropriate? I don't think it's been taught correctly in school. I don't even think she knew how bad it was. But if you're on the tour for several hours, you're informed enough to you know. You think she's paying attention or you think she's on her phone the whole time? Yeah, but Not you, paying attention. I just think there's certain places you wouldn't be posing like all Instagram. Like you might take a, a you know photo and like be standing there but I wouldn't be like smiling and like posing and from what I saw I mean she's just like leaning back hand on her head basking in the sun and her partner boyfriend whoever is like bent down snapping Let a photo see. and then like the other people in the tour are kind of looking at her Oh, God. That pose is so 2017. But the, like, at Auschwitz, you think this is like, who in their right mind, who would in their right mind would pose? I totally think it's- Sociopaths. I think it's inappropriate. Apparently, a news reporter was there, a producer from GB News out of the UK, Maria Murphy, and she tweeted the photo she snapped of the two tourists taking a photo and basically was just saying how she- thinks it's very inappropriate. It's called not reading the room. Ex Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome, Alessia. That's exactly what it is. It's not reading the room, and I just find it very weird. I find it sad that they don't know what they're doing, because I bet they are clueless, Alessia. Right. And I bet they have no idea what they're doing. That's the thing with the climate today, Ryan. It's like, if you get if you don't know what you're doing and someone snaps a photo or video of you, you could be like blasted on social media, which is what's happening to this woman now. And that's what happened to her last night too. Ha ha ha. 
<laughs> Thanks. Eight five six forty nine happy. It's eight five six four nine four six seven seven three. What else? Anything else? Um. Yeah, there is something else in my pile, Ryan, and it's right here. What is it? Footballer Atraf Hakimi set to give ha- to get half of his wife's net worth after she filed for divorce. Good. Um. By the way, it's soccer player, not footballer in America. Well. In the rest of the world, he's a football player. But yes, he is a famous soccer player. Soccer in America. Okay. Um, You're welcome. So she's ordered to pay half because of her of her uh, of her net worth because she cheated on him. She's a Spanish model yeah. and actress with an estimated worth of three million dollars, and that's kind of sad it that sad. she cheated on him. Oh man! But like, good for. I bet he never cheated. I bet he was so loyal being a famous soccer player. Why not? Not every athlete's an asshole, Ryan. Yeah, most of them. Happy hour. Happy hour. Oh, yeah. This following segment has been brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts at amiracademy.com. When I tell you that he is the best workout trainer in all of the Bay Area, I'm a man of my words. Amiracademy.com. Happy hour. Happy hour. He never holds back, and he speaks his mind. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. RyanHoppyRadio.com. It's time to turn Hoppy on. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at RyanHoppyRadio. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Eight five six forty nine hoppy. That's eight five six four nine four six seven seven three. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio, and you can always email me Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. Do you want to hear some more celebrity news, or do you want to do your pile? Which one do you want to do? More celebrity news. Reunited, and it feels so good. Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello were spotted hanging out during night one of Coachella, nearly two years after the pair called it quits. It's been two years. Time flies when you forget about celebrities you'll never meet. In a clip shared on 102.7 KISS FM's official Twitter account, the exes were seen catching up at the music festival. Sean and Camilla were first romantically linked back in 2019, but went their separate ways in November 2021. The Stitcher singer has been rumored to be dating his 51-year-old chiropractor, Jocelyn Miranda, who was also seen at Coachella on Friday. Mm-hmm. Back in January, matchmaker and dating expert Devin Simone talked to Access Hollywood about what made Sean and Jocelyn's speculated romance so shocking. Seen them together back in the summer of 2022. She's gone on tour with him. She gets him feeling good. I mean, when you think of a relationship and you think of your partner making you feel good, I don't feel like getting your back cracked on a table is exactly the way that you go. But hey. Hey, don't judge people then. Maybe that's the thing. And I don't care anymore. Um, I think that's like the perfect way to meet someone. 
first of all, you're in close contact. They're healing you. They're touching you. If they're attractive, like, I don't know. It's kind of like going in and getting, I've never had this happen, but like getting a massage and the person's like attractive. Like your, I could see how a relationship can form with your chiropractor. I could totally see that. Especially if you're rich and famous. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Well, think about it. You're rich and famous. You're going to immediately, it's going to be easier for you to date. Your relationships don't always work, but you're never, like if you're a celebrity and you're having a hard time getting laid, I'm not saying breakups are not going to happen because you're a celebrity because celebrities break up all the time. But if you can't rebound, that means you have no game. Right. If you're a celebrity that can't get laid, then you have something wrong with you. So that seems like the perfect thing. Like you're on a rebound and you get your back cracked and then get more cracked. You know, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they totally like he started with an adjustment and then he like, they switched places on that, on the chiropractic table. I think I've seen it a few times in pornos. It's a good time. <laughs> it's been two days that I have not watched pornography. Are you proud of me? Oh my God. Are you proud of me? I'm proud of myself. All right. Let's see how long the streak goes. I'll ask you again next week. He'll probably have it today. (laughs) Kourtney Kardashian is one proud wife. Yeah. Travis Barker and his fellow Blink-182 bandmates took the stage at Coachella night one and delivered a rocking hour-long set. While Travis was beating the drums, Kourtney was captured offstage filming his performance. The reality queen was also spotted straddling her hubby as she beamed with pride following Travis's time rocking out on stage. I wonder what they're going to do with that footage. Whenever you film a concert, it really never gets used. Like, I don't get people that film concerts. Like, what are you going to do with that video? That or filming fireworks. Are you going to look at a video of fireworks from 2017 and be like, oh, that was good fireworks. Yeah, that's true. Lots of people film fireworks. You know what annoyed me was what? like this past Taylor Swift concert. I got invited. I couldn't go. I was really bummed. I, I have went. a news clip afterwards, so we'll transition from you into the news clip. So tell me what happened. Okay. So I saw a friend. She had like row. She was like on the bottom, like on the floor level, taking video of Taylor. And in front of her was just like a sea of like hundreds of arms with their phones in the air. And I just thought, wow, the whole concert, the whole concert, people just have their phones in the air, taking their footage. People, back in the day when you went to a concert, there were no cell phones. So you actually like just had your hands in the air to have your hands in the air. And you had to like mentally focus and like retain the memories in your mind. And I just, I don't know, like I saw the phones and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like I would be doing the same thing, but like, why, why is life like this? Can't we just go somewhere and like it not be this way? I feel that. Thanks. And, uh, you know, it's a good thing. They spend 350 bucks per ticket to be on their phone. 350, try like four grand for the floor. Are you kidding? It's true. (laughs) All the trust fund babies just, hey mom, can I have $4,000? Sure, honey. Anything to get out of the house so I can bang the pool boy. Stronger than a 90s trend, the 33-year-old singer took the stage in Tampa, Florida on Thursday night to kick off another weekend of her heiress tour for the first time since news broke that she and her boyfriend of six years, Joe Alwyn, called it quits. Taylor dating someone for six years is like her dating someone for 70. Like, that's a big deal. I'm shocked and I didn't even know she was. Yeah. Guess I'm, not, guess I'm not a Swifty. Is you that what not. they call them? 
Yeah. Swifties? Them. I like how you, they're just those cretins. I was hooking up with a girl back in November. It was like, you know, when you go through a breakup and then you have like the first person you hook up with and like, you know, you're not going to like marry them or be with them long term, but they're like a good friends with benefits. It's like, yeah, it's like a confidence boost to get laid and hang out with this person. Well, it was this girl seeing for about three months from like about November to January. And we keep in touch with, we will talk. She's super nice. And, um, is this Applebee's girl? No. Okay, my timeline's off. Continue. There's been a lot of dates. But uh, this girl is super sweet. She's from St. Louis. We hung out a lot. Oh, my and God. Just share her social security number while you're at it. Sassy. <laughs> Anything else? I didn't even say her name. Okay, good. Let's keep it that way. Wow. You are spicy All right, today. so she's from St. Louis. She has a dog, she, dog named Louie. And she had me log on to Ticketmaster, and I was helping her get the tickets. So the tickets were through my account, even though she like plugged in her credit card into my account and then took it out when she was done and got the tickets. So two weeks ago, she she sent me a text and was like, hey, what was the uh, password? And I'm like, I don't even ever buy tickets from there. I usually just get them for free from radio. So I had to do, I forgot the password. Yeah. And uh, then- Went to lots of extra effort to do that for her. Forgot password, that's like 10 steps. I'm a nice person. That's I thoughtful. So then what happened? Then she got the tickets and that was it. I don't oh, think I'll ever see her story, again. Great story, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. You are spicy. I know. I am. I'm trying people, to spice it Taylor up. welcomed the crowd to Raymond James Stadium, saying, quote, we have a lot to catch up on. Last weekend, it was revealed that the pair reportedly called it quits. Access Hollywood has reached out for comment. Taylor and Joe were first romantically linked back in 2016, but kept their relationship largely private over the years. It's got to be weird dating her because like you never know when it's going to end and when there's going to be a whole album about you. Isn't that like every relationship? Fair enough. <laughs> the reported breakup comes amid Taylor's sold out heiress tour, which she kicked off last month. And the actor has not been spotted at one of her shows. The anti-hero songstress has a 44 song set list from her 10 hit albums and has been performing two secret songs from her impressive catalog in each city changing it up every night. Taylor always put a lot of thought into her work as a way to give back to fans. And to teach them that 44. it's always the man's fault. Always. 44 songs. And that's not true, Ryan. Her latest hit was, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Okay. What are you talking Cause about? Because they needed to create something because her whole career, no. her whole backlog is, it's always the man's fault. No, that's not true. Yes. Clearly, you're not a Swifty. I'm glad I'm not. It sounds like an STD. <laughs> sounds like an STD you get from a hand job. Oh uh, God. A, I got a Swifty. It might go away with some cream. <laughs> <laughs> 44 songs, though. That's impressive. And I feel like we know all of them. Like, I should be more of a fan. No, you shouldn't. I love all her songs. The only one I love is the one where she talks about... She wears high heels. I wear gym shoes. She's cheer of <laughs> she, she she's the leader of the cheer captain. I'm whatever. I, gym shoes. You ever heard yeah, that song? Of course. Captain and I'm on the bleachers. That's a good song. Dreaming of the day. Yeah, baby. Wake up and find that what you're looking for has been here the whole time. It's always my fault. 
Oh my God. I can't with her. I adore her though, because <laughs> she shut down Tampa and she shuts down every major city she goes Raymond to. Raymond James is the worst for concerts, for anything. There's no parking garages around there. Like I cannot stand that stadium for any event. Even Bucks games aren't great. Bucks games. I went to like the monster truck, monster. <laughs> like any concert, it's just like busy. The parking sucks. The traffic sucks. There's no system. The arena or the stadium is like, if you go up one side and then you need to get to the other side, you have to like go down, walk across to the other side. It's like, there's, it, there's no flow. I'm telling you right now, the funny part is then you have to rely on the neighborhood to get parking sometimes. I've had to like pay like 15 bucks to park in one of those lots and it'll be some redneck that's like i'll let you park on my grass for 20 dollars like those people don't even work they legit just like have people park on their property and make money like that way like they, they locked out i they mean really they always did. have people around and they probably can't get out of their home to like drive to the grocery store to pick up milk on the late night but well trust me when the buccaneers go five and twelve this year <laughs> You're going to have better grass. You know what's annoying, too, is like now that Tom Brady is gone, I feel like he's never going to leave. Like the the Tampa Bay area is never going to live down that Tom Brady played for the Buccaneers and his murals that have been painted all over Tampa Bay and St. Pete mm. are going to be there forever. Why not? They're never going to take his picture down from the, sta you from the stadium. And it's like, why? One, why? He played for us for like, what, three seasons? It was fun. Wow. Oh, Happy clap. We're about to be bad <laughs> this year, bro. Tampa Bay Lightning are entering the playoffs. Hell yeah. That's exciting news. And then you got the Rays. And you got the Rays that lost game 13, <laughs> which my mother had to tell me because so I don't follow the Rays. People can quit pretending to be Rays fans now. Yeah. That's the immoral there. Happy hour. Happy hour. Oh, yeah. This last segment's been brought to you by Fitzage Fitness.net. When I tell you that Devin Prasad's the best trainer in all of the Bay Area, I'm a man of my words. To get his app and again to contact with him, FitzageFitness.net. Happy hour. Happy hour. Call Hoppy now. 856 49 Hoppy. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Alessia Calandra. Yes. What are we going to do with you? What are we going to do? I don't know. We got five minutes left. What's going on? Anything on your mind? Anything you want to address? Because the average amount of time spent listening is 55 minutes, yes. and we're 53 minutes in. So let's see if we can get the average time spent listening to be an hour. So this last five minutes really matters, Alessia, and it's all going on you. All the pressure, all the fear of making the last five minutes of this podcast go well is up to you. And Luna, our cat that's looking at us. Our mascot. Luna, you're so cute. Come here, Luna. Luna, do you want to go on the podcast? Let me, let me grab her right here. Oh, I want her. I want Luna. her. Luna. She was my friend. Here, take a picture real quick. Okay. You got Looney Tunes here. Looney Tune. Looney Tune. Cutie, cutie. Little cutie, cutie, cutie. Oh, kitty, my cat. God. She's so cute. Let me see the picture. So here's what I want to talk about. What up? All right. Oh, my God. Look at this picture. It's so cute. <laughs> I love her. That's my daughter. <laughs> That's my daughter. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Uh, what's going on? 
Well, thoughts. How soon is too soon to plan a trip with someone you're dating? I went on a trip with my ex after five weeks. Okay. We went to St. Augustine. It was nice. The parking there sucks. All the roads are small. But besides that, and it's a little too close to Jacksonville, mm. but it was nice. It's a, it's a touchy subject because you never know early on if you're going to be in a relationship for two years or if it's going to break up after like two months, you know, it's risky. So yeah, it, it's, that's a, true. it's hard because sometimes when you're first dating somebody, right. that puppy love is through the roof. You're having sex all the time. You're throwing each other around. You're laying next to each other in that. So that it's like, why don't we do that on a vacation? So it's really hard to say. There's no yes or no answer. Right, right. Okay. Why, Alessia? Well, <laughs> next week I'm supposed to be going away. Yeah. But now I'm no longer dating that person. And <gasps> I still really want to go. I, already I got- didn't even know you were dating. I'm so confused by you. <laughs> And now I I still want to go on the trip I had planned. Yeah. I already got coverage for my kids. I was really looking forward to spending time in the mountains, hiking, being in nature. You should go by yourself. I should, but the problem is it's not. I'm not taking a flight. I was planning on driving with this person. It's about a 12-hour drive. I don't feel, could I drive by myself? Yes. Do I feel like it? I no. I think if you went off the grid, 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 but kept in touch with your kids, 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 then I think you'd be fine. I think, I think that's the way to go. I think you got to just go by yourself. I don't know if I feel like going by myself. Why not? I don't know. Why not? Why not? I just think I would feel more comfortable in the mountains with someone else. That's fair. Would you ever go on a trip with someone that you ended things with, you know they're not for you, but just to like go with someone? No. Okay. I would not. I would go by myself. Okay, great. Good talk. That's my advice. I think the two minutes is up. So that's our listen. This our li- <laughs> Wow. You're really good at closing it out. Yeah. You're not good at pulling out or closing out. I'm kidding. Pull, <laughs> pulling out or closing out. Happy hour. Happy hour. Money. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.